When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is your car still with us, or did you uh, have to get a different one? It is still with us. It is currently duct taped from this past weekend oh, from Las right. Vegas. I still have from not figured out what it was. That, yes. the, like, a, like a Christmas present. <laughs> it, all the tape is at top, like a little bow. Yep, over it the comes hood. from all four sides. Exactly. Yeah, Jorge came in and was like, hey, what happened to your car? And I was like, yeah. Because I think, no I don't comment. think he, he didn't listen to the show, I don't think, but I think he saw my car, and it's it's very clear. Jorge what could probably fix your car. in that. That is the most yes. resource. I told you when he fixed his motorcycle. He was yeah, out in the middle did. of nowhere riding his mm-hmm. motorcycle, and a piece of it broke off, like mm-hmm. a metal piece. Not yeah. like, And he fixed it with tape and a screwdriver. Like He created a part out of nothing. I could have had it in Southern Illinois when my car broke yeah, down. He could have used somebody right yeah, there. But that the, would have been done. That would have I'd been, still be out there. No, the, my life would have ended right there. <laughs> what happened to Al? Yeah, he went riding on a motorcycle in the desert, never came back. Eh, what are you going to do? You'd Something like, happened to his bike. He's not sure. <laughs> Just gave you know, up. He started I mean, digging a hole. I'm picturing you as like uh, Saul with Mike out in the desert, walking around, just all <laughs> chapped and beat up because you're, you know, you're, you're I'm ten fine, minutes guys. out of Palmdale. <laughs> you just, you'd go the wrong way. You'd try to walk the. I Vegas. could actually see Seven <laughs> Eleven. Turn around, and go the other. <laughs> I, I don't know what to do. I'm disoriented. I, uh, I have no idea. What's going on here? But uh, so you've got tape and the, the part that was broken is still working? Yeah. So I, my car is fine now. It just needs to get like, it needs to just get another screw put into the bottom of my car. But I'll take care of it. For those who take care of it. don't remember, it was a year ago, but my car broke down in Southern Illinois and I was driving from Connecticut to here. I was supposed to do it over like five-ish days. We ended up having to do it in two in three days because my car had to stay in Illinois. And it was uh, I had to get my engine replaced completely. And it was done but uh, under a recall for this car that I have. And so, but then I had to rent a car in St. Louis, drive that rental car to Los Angeles, and drive it around here for about a month until my car got shipped out to That's me. Awesome. That's so. Nice. It was that great sounds... to have my dad there, but it was a uh, harrowing experience, and always take your car to sounds uh, the so shop before you have a long trip. Peaceful, you know? <laughs> Got to see the sights of I, Illinois. <laughs> I'm far more intrigued as to what's scraping along the ground on the bottom of the car. <laughs> because they're like, the engine blows up. There's nothing you can do about that, right? The engine's blown up. It's like, it's blown up. You got to replace it. It's, it sucks, but it's kind of one plus one equals two, right? The engine doesn't work. The car doesn't, then we're done. But what's dragging on the bottom of that car? Like, could it, Al, it could be anything. Anything. <laughs> there, there literally Anyone. is nothing that it couldn't be. It's one of those where you just slowly just allow it's going to go away. I didn't tell you this the other day. So I, we're leaving here, and I, I, I thought for sure you were going to come out and see me doing this. Okay. So you know where I park every day, yeah. right? And and so I just did make that right turn. I go out, the arm goes up, and I'm, I'm down the driveway. And as I'm pulling out, I hear, zoom. No, that's that's the noise you want to like, hear in your it, car. And I'm yep. thinking, okay, I have a flat tire. Yeah, I, yep. Okay, great, whatever. Do you ever do that when you're on the road and you hear that? Yeah. And you just are, is that going to go away? Because <laughs> if it goes away, I think the tire's fine. So I, I, before you go to the arm that goes up, there's usually those empty, I think they're handicapped spaces or whatever. So I just pull in real quick to see if I have a flat tire before yep. I have to you know go to the gas station or change the tire or whatever it is. 
tires are fully inflated. What is that? So I back up to back where I started, and as I'm backing up, zoom, 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 zoom. It's the faster you, you know, it's like, okay, there's clearly something, something going on. Yep. I, I park back in my original spot, mm-hmm. and I'm lying on the ground in the parking garage, looking under the car, looking for what's, there's nothing there. You there, on your stomach or I, your back? Uh, on my stomach. Yeah, because I feel like a real tech would get on their back. I, I didn't have like one of those boards that with the wheels. Know what they're like doing is on their stomach because I'm <laughs> right. on the stomach too. I'm definitely on the stomach. I do 100 percent stomach, and so I go to the driver's side, right? And I look under. I don't see anything. I go to the passenger side. Mm-hmm. I look under, and I don't see anything. And I'm looking like where the brakes are and the pads, and I'm looking like there's got to yep. be something stuck on one of these wheels. Can't find anything. And I'm just like, what? What in the world? So get back on the road. No, I'm like, there's. It, it was. It wasn't one of those things. You it's could just ignore. too obvious. It's yeah. too obvious. Yeah. There's something going on. So I pull it back out, and it makes a really. It does the same sound, but much louder this time. It goes. I'm like, I there's something literally on the tire. Okay. It's, it's because it as it comes around. Somebody had spilled something in the garage that was so sticky that my tire was like peeling up off of the. It was going. It was like think of a soda, but yeah, it yeah, obviously yeah. wasn't a soda. No, you get on your you you, you step in soda with your foot. <laughs> exactly. And every step that you take. That's exactly this, yeah. what it was. Only I don't think a soda's <laughs> ever been that sticky in my life. So I don't know what it was. And so once because I find I saw it on the sidewall of the tire. I'm like, wait, what? And it was so tacky and i saw where it was i'm like okay if i go forward about two feet it's gonna go that's what it was somebody had spilled something so gross in that parking lot that i thought i had a flat i love when people in parking garages think you know what i'm gonna clean out my car right now and i'm just gonna use this parking structure that i'm in to just let out all the food that i have (laughs) in my car every plastic bottle everything i never understand okay let me ask you this if you don't know me in this situation i'm a stranger okay my car was parked near where you typically park. Okay? okay. Okay. So if you're walking to your car, you see some poor sucker who's lying on the ground. Yep. Do you stop and say, hey, is there anything I can help you with? You just go, hey, man, I'm really sorry. Thank God it's not me and keep it moving. If you're not passed out and I could see that you're just looking under your hood, I'm like, he's got it. <laughs> Travis has got it. He's good to go. And now, no, no two, two people asked. walk by, Nothing. avoided eye contact, like, I don't see him over there. I don't see him over there. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Right, ESPN Radio. By the way, respect. Completely respect it. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Let's try a quick phone call. Buena Park and Jose. Jose, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Jose? Hi, guys. Uh, First-time caller. Been listening to you guys for a while. Thank you. I love your guys' show. Appreciate Thank you, that, Jose. man. Also, I want to tell you why Travis is going to win Man of the Year. He should win Man of Go the Year. Go on. Yeah, he should. And the reason why is because one thing, Cap, on the other shows, it, he, it sounds like, and it feels like he's trying too hard to be liked and to be like, hey, guys, uh, you know, Travis is. Yeah, he's like kind of comfortable in his own skin. Kind of comfortable there. Travis does, Travis does not care, you know, if he hurts your feelings, you know, if you're a Laker fan or whatever. He tells it like it is, a, like a regular person would. He really, you know, he talks about his family, how he goes, you know, to baseball games, like a regular Joe Schmo, like me. I will go to my son's football games. There you go. That's why he will win, you know, the man of the year. Man of the people. 
Man he, of the people. Yeah, man of the people. He relates to the regular people. Everybody else is like, you know, like they work for, you know, for the Lakers, so they're not going to say bad things about the Lakers or be, you know, a kiss butt, you know, you know <laughs> what I mean, about the Lakers and other teams like that. He really does not care. He says things as regular people feel. Jose, I appreciate you saying that very, very Jose much. Jose and Trav are best friends. Um, call They're back tomorrow friends, yeah. say the yeah. same thing again. Well, I should have done it two <laughs> weeks ago, two weeks ago before the voting. Yeah, ended. no, that's very nice to say. Uh, you know what I thought he was going to say? It was pretty funny. <laughs> I don't know if he did it on purpose or whether he did it to kind of play with me a little bit because, you know, Trav doesn't care if he hurts your feelings. I'm like, well, that sounds like a terrible thing to be known for. And then he finished the sentence. He's like, because he tells the, the, the truth about the Lakers. I'm okay with that. I'm okay if you're like the, the, a super Laker fan. I say, hey, guys, like when Russell Westbrook got traded, yeah, right? Yeah. I said, yep. guys, I just not, I don't really see it. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I, I'm okay with being, I thought he was just going to end with, yeah, he doesn't care if he hurts your feelings. He's like, a bad guy. That's a terrible thing to be known for. I don't want to be known for that. <laughs> that sounds awful. No, it's not. But he saved for. it. Thank you, Jose. It's That's very nice uh, of you to say. And look, I just maybe we should have campaigned. Maybe I could have had Jose as my campaign. You know, it's kind of funny. I, I did. I, and I think I mentioned this earlier in the week or maybe I mentioned it last week. I can't remember. But I mentioned it that when it was all said and done and you're like, OK, the voting is done. Oh, there there's definitely been times I'm like, wait, why? Maybe we should have can't. We should have been strategic with what we thought made sense and what we wanted and gone after it. You did that with Ashley. Yeah. We didn't do that with anything else. No, you're right. We should have had more than one. Just like a strategic, like, We're hey, this is why this one, here. that one. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Next time. Look, maybe, maybe we'll get it anyway. We won't. You don't want to be thirsty, guys. But, no, I, no, it's not my jam. Here, here's thirst. the thing. Here's the thing. The thirst thing, I think you could still be yourself. And you think we are thirsty for Ashley? I, I was, it was <laughs> I was, am, and always will be. I think I think genuine is a is a better oh, it's way. Genuine. It. I'm I'm not doing it for. I don't effect. think it was thirsty. I think it was. I really want it. <laughs> I really want to win. I know that. you do that. I, I really do. I, I I, and th- look, there's a lot of reasons I want to win it. One, I think it's the right choice. Number two, I, I I like that it's part of our show. And number three, I feel like you're partially reluctant, which makes me want it more. Uh, you're no, not, I'm not. You're not actually, fully no, reluctant, y- y- here's, but you're, you're like 8% reluctant. I can't really be reluctant on it because in the beginning where it was like, I don't have no idea what any listener is going to ask me, now I kind of look forward to it. Yeah. Like they're so random that I've almost fallen into Thumbs it, which or makes big you toes. not like it. <laughs> well, no, I still like it. This is, this is the exception that proves the rule. I still like it. Let's go to Los Angeles this time. And Chris, Chris, you're on with Travis Lee. Hey guys, you know what? Um, I just wanted to say that you you definitely have my vote. I, I really enjoy listening to you guys. Um, I'm so glad you're back on the air, Travis. We met outside the Rams uh, owner. I'm sorry, uh, um, ticket holder uh, soiree at the Palladium. Years oh yeah, ago. when I was waiting yeah, for my yeah. Uber. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I've been a fan of yours ever since then, and glad to have you. You guys have such a great blend of knowledge and humor. And you don't do what drives me crazy with Mason Island, and I, I enjoy watching, listening to them too, but they always talk over each other. And it, it's so annoying to hear somebody getting ready to make a great point, and they just interrupt each other. And you guys at least respect each other. and let You know, you let each other make your point, then you chime in. So great, great, great show, and I'm looking forward to you guys winning. I'm almost now Well, I think the, the most important part about that I'm, I'm, is that both of us don't talk at the same time. And you keep going, and I'll keep going. You actually bring up a Dodger topic. I'll bring up a Laker topic, <laughs> and we'll get go. the point across. It's very nice of you to say, Chris. I, You know, uh, I'll 
truth truth moment here. Yeah. Very frequently, mm-hmm. somebody will say to me, oh, we met at so-and-so, and I'm kind of like, eh, I don't really remember. I, I remember meeting Chris. Mm-hmm. We, we were standing out there. I, uh, I was having a conversation with Tracy, and Tracy left. Her Uber had shown up. And this guy says to me, he says, Chris says to me, he goes, hey, are you Travis? And I said, yeah. And we had a, he was with awesome. a, a friend of his, and it was, it was awesome. So I, I very much remember that, Chris. I appreciate your vote. And uh, see, Slee, maybe, maybe, we're, maybe we're dark horses. Let me tell you what I want to do on Friday. You know what we could be? Let's have a couple of drinks and wherever the night goes, the night goes, Trev. Mostly true. Yeah. And we got to win Astley. And Astley. But, but you know what we could be? Yeah. Good on that. Like, and this, this is, it's a little bit front of, of mind right now. Mm-hmm. But I was watching, you know, I'm kind of all over the place. I love it when the Dodgers and Angels both have games and one's in the East and one's in the West. So you get to watch both yeah, of yeah, them. I, yeah. I really like that. I like it when the Dodgers are second, but, you know, I don't make the schedule. So the Angels played last night, watched the game, they blew it. Um, they're but playing they play- at Angel Stadium. Yes. Dodgers or are- Cincinnati. Yep. But they played the Royals. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking, wait, the Royals were in the World Series not that long ago. Kind of came out of nowhere. We're all of a sudden their World Series team and kind of shocked the world a little bit. And it was super fun to see them make that. Maybe we're the Royals of this situation. We're kind of late to the party as far as you and I together. But we could just come in and, and snatch this thing. Although the Royals lost that series to the Giants. <laughs> Just, just, just saying. Just that detail. That of part it. of the story, I like. I like to lead out. All right, so we'll come back to it. You said something about the Charlotte Hornets and the Lakers, and the Hornets maybe having some legitimate interest in Russ. There's a part of that though that could be a huge fly in the ointment. That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available at D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. So we dabbled in this very briefly. Emily, you're going to have to help me with the uh, guy's name. I've forgotten his name. Who's the guy that called and asked you out and you guys met for coffee? Connor. Connor. Thank you. Um, so we, we had a brief moment where we were, you know, I wouldn't say matchmakers. No, but kind of were. Kind of were. Yeah, we kinda started. Were. That's when we launched our app. And <laughs> we, we can't use our slogan. We gave that to uh, Tinder. We gave that to Tinder. Yeah, yeah. That, that's not going to work. Travis and Sliwa. <laughs> Setup app. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So you very well. Before I go to here, I don't know if either of these two people um, have significant others in their life or not. I don't know if they're married. I don't know if they have boyfriends or girlfriends. I don't know. Yep. But got a tweet from two separate people mm-hmm. that are remarkably similar. Okay. So this comes from Siobhan. And we were talking about this goes back to Emily's factor cap, where if you had to stock up on something, you knew there was going to be a shortage and you, you couldn't live without it. You had to stock up. Yep. Siobhan says, I'm stocking up on wine, whiskey, and hot sauce. Okay? It's a good list of things. 
Starfish and Coffee mm-hmm. says wine, whiskey, and weed, mm. but hot sauce is good too. Okay, so did they I, see each other's tweet? You're saying like are they I, replying I, I to one? I honestly don't even know okay. if that's yes. Yeah. Now, okay, now that I click on it, they're yep. connected. So he's responding to it, but I don't know if they're in the market. But I'm just saying that seems like. You know, maybe yeah. you'd get you trade a DM or two. Over well, it sounds hot like you're trying to make a decision between weed or hot sauce. Weed. I would take the wine out, and I would keep <laughs> the weed and the hot sauce. Oh, so I would do whiskey. Oh, I do whiskey, weed, and hot sauce. So and this, I'm good to go. The, the, I would take whiskey out. The game is weed, whiskey, hot sauce, and wine. Yep. And right. You gotta take One's one got to go. Yeah. And you're you're kicking wine. Wine is gonna go. I will keep the whiskey. I will keep the weed and I will keep the hot sauce. M? Uh, wine, weed, hot sauce. So whiskey goes for you. Whiskey I knew goes. Al wouldn't kick whiskey. Yeah. That's your, no, that's your number one choice. Hot sauce stays too. Taylor. And, and weed is a perfect mix with everything else. Pr- prior, prior. I would kick the whiskey and give the wine to Jorge. <laughs> Damn right you would. I'd like to get What are you Jorge's taking out? Address. What are you kicking out? Hot sauce. And I, I put hot, hot sauce, sauce on a lot gone. of things. I put hot sauce on a lot of things. Like that's the last thing. thing I thought you would take I, out. I, 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 cause I can eat food without it. I know, but you just talked about going to a movie theater, uh-huh. going to the taco shop across the Meat street, seasoned, grabbing the onions, grabbing a burrito and cilantro. tacos, going across the street with your hot sauce. Mm-hmm. Got to have the hot sauce. You, don't, you know, no, I would prefer to have it, but something's got to go. The other three things make me feel better. No, because you could just pick better. one hot or the other. It? You could pick it, it, not like the other three: <laughs> whiskey yeah. or wine. Pick if you have to pick between the two: whiskey or wine. You're going to stay with wine. I, I I drink. If I could only have one or the other, I would choose wine. You choose wine. Get yeah. the whiskey out of there. Throw the throw the hot sauce I, in. I there. like whiskey too. Like I I could there, I can I got salt. I got pepper. Yeah. I got vegetables. I've got fruits. I've got things that I can do. Your list has you effed up that night. <laughs> <laughs> wine, whiskey, I'm just, and I'm weed. I'm not saying going to do all at the same time. I'm just saying that, you know, some of them are, are, are more beneficial That'd than That would be great others. if you walked into the Mandy's 6 o'clock when we're doing our thing. Guys, had a lot of whiskey, had a lot of wine, and I'm sparking this J. Mason and I were just <laughs> chatting in the parking lot, right? No, uh, I'm, I'm going to have a really good time at the Mandy's. I'm really looking forward to it. All right. I'm going to read this off to you. Okay. So this just came out. I guess this is from Woj, but it's Legion Hoops taking the quote. The Los Angeles Lakers are considered the most significant threat to land Kyrie Irving if he leaves the Nets. Who tweeted that? So Legion Hoops has taken the tweet, or they're quoting Woj on here. So I'm assuming Woj went on one of these, right? He probably went on one of these uh, Sports Center or one of these shows and. I, I, will, I will say this, you know, the, the Kyrie thing you and I talked about, I, I still don't think much of it. We saw some from Brian Windhorst earlier today that you want to play this real quick. This is actually yeah, falls. There it is. Okay. This falls in line to the conversation about the Lakers and the Nets. If anything were to happen, the only trade that I think makes sense that the Nets, I think would do with the Lakers would be for Anthony Davis. And I do not see, let me just say that I've investigated that and I do not see that trade happen. Okay. So I, I the question just becomes this. When the Kyrie conversation started is, well, how do you get Kyrie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you and I both know. Do you want Kyrie or Russ? There's nobody that's going to, I think, stand here and say, I'd rather have Russ. Nobody's going to be standing there. So the question is, well, how would you get Kyrie Irving? Uh-huh. Horse, it's kind of funny. I think partially because you and I think it's so off the wall 
that the Lakers are not going to trade Anthony Davis, it that it's almost not even kind of worth unlikely. the conversation. Yeah. So the only way then you're going to get Kyrie Irving if you're not trading Anthony Davis is Russ to make the dollars work, every draft pick that you have, which is 27 and 29, <laughs> okay. and what else are you doing? No, you're because right. Because if I'm the Brooklyn Nets, what is my interest – of having any of that if my thought process just six months ago, three months ago, was we got a shot to go win a championship, and then they traded James Harden, and then obviously things have kind of shaped up after that. You know, it's interesting to me, and this 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 isn't a perfect analogy, but it's close enough. At some point, you have to fold, right? You can't keep hoping that your pair of threes is going to win the pot. Right, that you can you can you can put together your other your other hands, and and I'm not saying it's not impossible to win a pot with with a pair of threes. You you can, it's just really really difficult. At some point, you need to get new cards. You say, you know what, I'm going to sit this hand out. I fold. Let's deal again. I, they're not going to trade Anthony Davis. I I couldn't agree with you more. It, but the idea of hey, can we just kind of clear the decks and start all over again? I, I that conversation to me is kind of interesting because I, I, I'm with you. The, the idea of AD for Kyrie, it's just it's, it's, it's one of those things that two drunks at a bar come up with. And Brooklyn would do it in 3.3 seconds. Of course so they, what, they the would. Hell, what, what do you want of us to do? What do you, want, would. you want us to go get AD? Sure. Of, of course. Absolutely. But this idea of continually trying to make the AD-LeBron thing work, right? That's Russell Westbrook. It's not Russell Westbrook. It's Gordon Hayward and Terry Rozier. No, it's Malcolm Brogdon. It's all these, okay, okay, I get what you're trying to do, that LeBron is near the end of his career. Anthony Davis is still an incredibly intriguing player because of his ability, but he's also an incredibly frustrating player because of his health situation. And then the Russ thing is going to expire at the end of the year anyway. But what about other options? Mm -hmm. And I'm not, I don't have a good one for you. I'm just saying that, to your point about Kyrie, right, Al, you're saying, hey, look, anything other than this, right? Mm-hmm. At some point, isn't that the better option to just see what else you can come up with? And and I, I get just kind of burning the whole thing to the ground is terribly unappealing as well. But constantly trying to make this work, I, I just I'm having a real hard time seeing where it does. Let, let me ask you this. Other than this past offseason. And I know this is not fair to say because that's that's me taking something away that I shouldn't. Other than this past offseason where they traded for Russ, do you think Rob Plank was doing a good job at his job? It's a, I think he was doing okay. I think he was doing okay. I do not give him credit for LeBron James being here. So that's that's no, nobody gets credit for that other than LeBron James. Okay, LeBron James decided to come to Los Angeles. The thing was not in a in a great spot. He comes in, obviously it goes to a totally different place. He does get credit for executing the Anthony Davis thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I give him credit for that. I would have done the same deal. It was a good deal. It paid off in a championship. Other than that, though, it's been a lot of, eh, right? It's, it's, it's not great. So I, I, w- I would make this argument, and this is just kind of coming out of nowhere, but you are, you are mentioning if you got a pair of threes, I understand you can still win the hand. But the chances of you winning the hand is really, really not in your favor. And that's your example of it. I would argue that Palenka has done a really good job up until last offseason. And you can't take that away because last offseason, you did not bring Alex Caruso back. You traded pieces away, which is – I still wasn't even – I didn't even think they gave up that many pieces to go get Russ. The problem is you just got the wrong player. Sure. You got – 
if if those were the last you know, pieces honestly, that you had left, I, I don't give him a hard time for doing something. I just think he picked the wrong something. Picked the wrong something. Yeah. I think that's the best way to put it. So you know, to kind of go back to your question, the reason why I was asking you that, your question of or your response to it, why do they keep trying to play with the threes? Mm-hmm. I, I think it's simple. I think you feel like listen, and I, I we've kind of had this analogy before. We're only down to X amount of dollars left. I've already bet everything. And you know what? I was fortunate enough that I hit on one of them, and yep. I used the money that I made, and I, I made an investment, and that one will always be there for me. I only have this much money left. I'm just going to freaking see how this thing turns out, and I'm going to roll with the punches. I, 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 I get it, and it's a good analogy. But you know what I keep thinking of? Like I'm using the casino thing to go a little further here. At some point, you just need to go to bed. Walk away, take your five bucks or whatever it is. Now I get what you're saying. You know, hey, look, you had a stack of a hundred bucks, and now you're down to five. Why stop now? What's the difference between losing ninety five and a hundred? Doesn't matter. But the other option is, you know what? Just go to bed, <laughs> call tonight, <laughs> come back, good, come back with fresh eyes tomorrow, yeah. and see if you could come up with a better idea for that five. Just bucks. when you're ready to go to bed, Vegas is like, get this guy another drink, get him another drink. What a <laughs> good, what, kids, what a what a hey, great citizen. Yeah. How about a what free are you buffet? drinking over there? A, yeah. You want Jack and Coke? You need a little something to eat, and we'll keep your seat. We'll go hold your seat right here. Okay, we actually have that Woj sound. Let's do it when we come back. When we come back, we'll play exactly the details of Woj saying that the Lakers would be the most likely if the Kyrie thing doesn't work with the Brooklyn Nets. We'll do that coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeva Show, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. So Sedano doesn't have a choice at Man of the People, right? He doesn't have a chance. He's he's off the the running. Do we think that that's true? Because uh, I have a case against him. It seems, <laughs> it seems like there's a lot more 
people are leaning a lot more towards Cap internally on that show than Sedano. Because so. I'm looking at ESPN right now, and Sedano's hosting a, a TV show, and okay. that's not Man of the People stuff. Yeah. Right? You, gotta, you can't yeah. be a, a big-time ESPN TV host and be a Man of the People. There's a point against him right Right? There. Like, it's, I mean, Stephen A. is wildly popular, but he's not Man. He's Stephen A. Smith, right? George Sedano. Let me give you an example. This is going to go against what you're saying. You know I was a big Conan fan. Mm-hmm. Conan was a man of the people. He was a man of the people. Conan, every time you see him, he's in the public. He does a lot of these YouTube videos where he's in front. He's freaking hilarious. Looks like you could relate to him. He makes fun of himself all the time. That's as big of a name as it get. I, I thought he could Jimmy be a man Fallon? of the people. <laughs> see, you're just trying to make me mad. That doesn't... Uh, uh, Give me somebody that's really popular that you think is I don't know. a man so of the people. I, the reason, Will I'm, not saying, I'm not saying that you can't interact with people really well. I, I'm not saying that you can't. You're saying you the, can't relate? Uh, no. What I'm saying is is that when you achieve a certain amount of fame or success or notoriety, by definition, it's very hard to just be one of the guys. It's very hard. Like, Will, okay. Will Ferrell is a terrific example, yep. super nice guy when he came out to the show, fit right in, but everybody in the room's like, that's Will Ferrell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he's so famous. But when people say, like, wow. When people say, I think one of the coolest compliments I hear about really famous people is when somebody says, that's such a cool dude. Yeah. He treats, you know, he makes you feel like you're as important as he is. He's incredibly normal. That's a really good compliment for someone like that. I don't think you're understanding what I'm trying to do here. I'm trying to eliminate people from this role. The vote the, is the, done. The, the is well, done. yeah, but in my mind, I'm still competing. Alan's out because it, he's all over spectrum. He's right, yeah. not he's, the man of the people he's anymore. He's a TV star, too. Right? The real men of the people just scream into a microphone on AM radio. That, that's, exactly. how, that's how it when all comes When they call together. you once a month, trust me, you're still a candidate <laughs> for many of the people. Yeah, maybe, maybe. All right, uh, ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. And, Al, give it, give it to me again. This is, this is from where? And this is obviously Woj. So, NBA Today. Give it to me again. NBA Today. Um, this conversation all week long has been going on about Kyrie and his extension. And if he, you know, he can sign for the most amount of money in Brooklyn. There was some conversation about Brooklyn offering him, I think it was four years, but only two would be guaranteed. He's okay. got to meet a threshold of how many games. So Woj on NBA Today is talking specifically about if he doesn't sign with Brooklyn, what team, what what uh, what organization would be most likely to be a threat? I, I'm going to play in just a second, but the, the way you laid that out is hilarious to me. Imagine having your deal structured with we're going to give you some guaranteed money, but a lot of it depends on if you decide to come to work or not. I mean, does that not tell you a huge portion of the story? That if you have to incentivize yeah, it's attendance, that's true. Yeah, true. That's that. That's not because Anthony Davis, for mm-hmm. better or for worse, gets hurt a lot, right? And, and it's frustrating. And but I don't think there's any question that he'd rather play than not play. Yeah. The other one, not so sure. Here's Woj. Now the Lakers, the Lakers are considered the most significant threat right now. For Kyrie Irving, but that would essentially entail him uh, taking $30 million less uh, than he can opt into in Brooklyn. Uh, there's a $6 million taxpayer exemption he could sign with the Lakers with. Now, <laughs> most people would say a player is not going to give up that much money, but Kyrie Irving gave up nearly $17 million last year because of his refusal to get vaccinated. He lost a significant shoe deal with Nike or is in the process of losing that shoe deal with Nike. So 
It, it's interesting, Al, because with mm. all the weird stuff that comes along with Kyrie, mm-hmm. the the money thing is he's the I don't know if he's the one, but he's one of the few where the money is more often than not nine out of ten, nine and a half times out of ten. Who's got the most money? I'm going over there. Where's the best deal? I'm going over there. He's the half. He, he's he's the one. He's, I, I don't think money's going to play a huge part in his decision making process. Yeah, but. Let me tell you what will play a big part of that decision-making process. He's under contract at least. I think so. He's got to accept – he's got – he can opt into his final year. Uh, the, the reason why I'm trying to say it is if you want to go play for another team, you're going you're gonna to need the Brooklyn Nets to help you get there, right? Like if you right. decide – all right, um, I'm going to go sign somewhere else, or not even go sign. I'm not going to. I'm not going to opt it. You think he's going to go like he was saying to, down to six million dollars? Come play the Lakers? No. no, of course he's not going to go do that. My issue is why would Brooklyn go get Russ? And you know, well, there, there are no other the, pieces. Is the to answer get. not obvious? I mean, I'm, I'm not even being like obtuse when I say, is it not obvious? Just get him the hell out. I don't just get him out of here. There, I mean, I we've all had relationships with people with coworkers, with it's like you know well, what? then aren't you I, completely I'm rebuilding just, and then and well, then if you, you're kd aren't you kd saying why the hell am i in well first of all it would never happen unless he was on board with the idea mm-hmm. right you're not going to do it without at least his you know consent to a, a point but look sometimes you've just had it with somebody and 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 i don't i know i can't fix it I know you're not going to change. Yeah. I know I feel that we're, we are at an impasse and we need to just move on from it. So I, I agree. It's it's very unlikely that any of this stuff comes down. But I think that if anybody has built a reputation where you just say never say never with anybody, it's with Kyrie Irving. Yeah, that's actually that's 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 the only part of it where I guess if you'd have told me a year ago that Kyrie was going to miss $17 million to not playing games because he wasn't vaccinated – I'd probably tell you, no, no, he's going to eventually get vaccinated. Do you remember, you know, you know, another player that was in this position? Wiggins was in this position, and he ended up getting vaccinated. And it was, they talked about how it was like such a, um, for him, he had his own personal reasons, and that it was kind of like a real trust thing that he had within the organization of mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm going to do this. And there was, you know, obviously a sacrifice for the team and everything else. And whatever Kyrie does, and however he treats it, but he is that one player that you kind of look at and say, "I have no idea what he's going to do tomorrow." This, and again, Kyrie, wild card. Who knows? Kyrie's going to be on the Nets. They're going to figure something out. Russ is going to be here with the Lakers. Anthony Davis is going to be here with the Lakers. That this this feels much more noisy than realistic. It's just, it just I just cannot imagine that they decide to make something like that go down. Because to your point. The Lakers get a little better, yeah, but it's not a guarantee that they have a ton of success. It could still be a, a, a tire fire, and the Nets. Okay, what did, what did we get? We're, we're not any better. Three months ago, you know, the before the NBA trade deadline, the conversation with the Brooklyn Nets was just very simple. You thought James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and KD they just got to be healthy. They're going to go compete for a chip. There, you know, you, you know where they are right now. Odds to win a championship next year today. Where the Nets, sitting? yeah. Uh, no, I don't. They're tied with Boston for number two. Odds to go win a championship, uh, or maybe it's Milwaukee. One of those two teams. As in Vegas, still sees them as well. They just got to come back, and I'm, I'm I'm assuming that the assumption is Kyrie's going to be there. We'll see what happens. This is from Rookie the Dog on Twitter. Yep. Just like an MLB, there's a minimum AB to be considered for a batting title. 
the same should be applied to the Mandy's for Dennis Mace. He cannot win host of the year if he only does five shows a month. That's right. You know what? There should be a show minimum. It's kind of uh, you got to play a certain amount of games to win the scoring title. Right. Same idea. Did Mace hit the qualifier? of enough games to win the Well, this, this kind of comes back to a little bit of our caller of the year conversation, right? Which was, is it just on the day that we did it, a week ago on Thursday, or is it your body of work? It's got to be your body of work. Yeah, it's got to be a body of work. Well, then Mace is eligible, right? Because his body of work yeah, over but your years body and years, of, well, and years But when we say body of work, we're talking about body of work over the course of the, of the year, right? Yes. That's kind of what we're talking about. Yes. How involved are you in the show? Mm-hmm. We're talking about our caller of the year. Yeah. Are you involved in multiple platforms, multiple ways? Yeah. Um, were you calling and we didn't know that that was you because right. you went under a different name on Twitter? What if you're Manuel and you call four days after the contest is over? Where does that fit? Yeah, and every other show. <laughs> I didn't understand if Manuel, what I didn't understand when he did call in, I didn't understand if he... Thought he was just, you know, I don't know if he knew what we were doing, that we were taking all those calls. Because I felt like even when he called in, he was like, yeah, of course I'm a candidate. Well, yeah, but Manuel, you didn't call. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> it seems pretty call. easy to me. Apparently, uh, Alan Slee was Murphy Bed on Twitter, who okay. is uh, Raul in the OC, as we've discovered last Thursday. Uh-huh. Paid Mason to do a cameo lobbying on his behalf. <laughs> which I just watched, which is pretty funny. Mace did a really good job with it. But, uh, you know, I, I, I feel like we've got a, a tough decision to make. I, I feel like it no, is we do. a very, we, very we tough decision. We already know decision. that. And we've had kind of a couple back and forths. Because I think you and I were both, you were leaning one way, I was leaning another way, and we're still kind of trying to find that middle ground. Ed in Granada Hills. Ed, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Ed? Fellas, how's it going? Um, having some wardrobe uh, situation decisions for Friday's award show. We got you. What, how can we help? All righty. So Trudell usually goes with the suit and sneakers look. I don't know if I can necessarily pull that off. Um, you guys said dressed in press. Uh, I don't know if three-piece suit for like five-plus hours is the right choice. Um, but then I also don't want to look like a bum either, so I just need some guidance. All right. This is the best way I could say it. First on the sneakers, okay? That's now kind of the thing. You see that. You go watch a TNT set. Ireland talks about it, too, with yep. a lot of the broadcasters. They're wearing it. I, personally, I have, not, I have not gone that way. I, I don't feel like I'm going to rock sneakers, nor is it a good look on me. So I don't go with the sneakers. I like just going with just regular dress shoes. I think the five-piece suit and everything else that he's talking about. and What are the other two pieces? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, think, I think it was a three-piece suit over five hours. Oh, yeah, but if he's right. got a five-piece right. suit, I'm very curious what the other two pieces are. Because the three, got I've got a pretty piece, good grip on. He's got a nine-piece suit. Right. I think he was, the way he said dress to impress, and then he also kind of brought up the comfort level, but he yeah. doesn't want to look like a bum. i tell you what. You know what I would do if I was him? Come dress to impress. I, I've had a couple of buddies ask me, hey, what, what should I wear to this that are coming? And, and I said, there's no dress code. You can come however you want. But, you know, do you want to be the guy in a room filled with people in suits that are wearing, uh, you know, board shorts and flip-flops? It's up to you. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you want. But that, that's how it goes. Um, Ed, I, I want to I give you that. Is Ed still there? Yeah, he's still here, fellas. How, how old are you, Ed? 
36. Okay, let me ask you this. Are you reluctant to do the sneakers and suit thing because you feel you're too old to do it? No, I just don't know if it's a good look. Kind of like Sliwa, like you have to be a certain guy to pull that off, and I don't know if I'm that guy. Okay, so not being able to see you, Ed, I, I can't answer that for you. But here's what I tell you. got to have, they got to be the right sneakers. They do. Yeah, what kind of sneakers do you got? We, yeah, are we talking Jordans? What are we talking about? Reeboks. Um, I got a variety. I got Vans. I got Jordans. I got uh, Air Maxes. I got it all. Okay. Just whatever you're most comfortable in, Ed. That's all that matters. It's not a – you don't have to pull it off. If you like it, wear it, right? It, it, it's as easy as that because I'm a lot like you. I want to pull it off, but I think I'll look ridiculous. But I've seen it – I haven't seen it on anybody. I'm like, that doesn't look good. I'm just afraid of being that guy that at a certain age feels like I'm trying well, a little too hard. Well, here, here's what's happened. Now it's normal enough to where I think totally anybody can do it. I just don't have sneakers that I can lean into and just say, yeah, those are the sneakers. <laughs> Taylor just said I could wear New Balance with my suit. Did you see uh, the Nats on Father's Day, the the, the Washington I Nationals? I saw it. So they had, uh, I don't know if it was everybody, but a, a few of their players wore dad New Balances that oh, they like had that. turned into cleats. It I like was, that. And it looked ridiculous and awesome simultaneously. Dad New Balances are cute. He was, remember when Steph came out with those Under Armors that looked like dad shoes a few years ago? That's what those were. The Dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. All right, um, I'm looking at some of these things here. Uh, let's see here. This is interesting because I think this is a decision that gets made entirely differently if the result is slightly different. Remember what was it last Wednesday where Tyler Anderson took a no-hitter into the ninth inning? Yeah. Right? And there was a play Tommy in got the, the uh, triple. Right. There was a play in the seventh inning mm-hmm. that was kind of a slow roller up the first baseline that in the, I think it was Jared Walsh that hit it, that uh, was in the moment ruled an error. Okay? The no-hitter ended up getting broken up, like you mentioned, by Otani's triple uh, in the ninth. Major League Baseball has since retroactively gone back and changed that scoring decision from an error to a hit mm-hmm. for Jared Walsh. There's no way in the world that if he closes that show oh. and ends with a no-hitter that they come back a week later and say, you know what, upon further review, yeah. not a no-hitter, Jared Walsh's infield hit is going to stand. You want them to get it right or no? Not in <laughs> this you case. Imagine? Could you imagine? No, it, it, it's impossible that happens. Impossible. But it's it's kind of funny that you bring it up, right, that they decide, okay, hey, no, we made a mistake on this. There are times, sometimes in the NBA replays, do you ever see one of these where somebody got hacked and they didn't call it, but the ball went off on the person that got fouled? They're like, well, we got to make this sort of right. Let's just pretend that it did not go off his hands. 
because we didn't call the foul. <laughs> he got he has a broken arm yeah. because he got fouled so hard, but the, it went off his knee. Yeah, I, I think this one is. I think that's a situation that because it's a it's a no hitter or whatever the case is not. It, it's impossible they'd go back a week later. Like, I, I'm going to be old man here for a second. What is the purpose of instant replay? Just at at its most base level, what is the idea of instant replay? Just to right the wrong, and right. the hope is that I know you've talked about this. Anytime you get a replay, and you start zooming in from forty four different angles, frame by frame, and you're go you're in Charlotte, and you're like, no, we got to reach out to the folks out in Jersey or Secaucus, whatever it is, you're gonna eventually find something. Of of course, the, the idea of replay was to correct egregious mistakes. That's what it was for. It was not meant to get every referee a master's degree in Zapruder film dissection. Okay, that's not what it was for. It was for, hey, he's clearly out of bounds. Let's fix Just make that. that call. Right? The ball, to your point, I know that you have to have rules. I understand. But at some point... Does common sense not kick in? The, 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 the example that you gave is a perfect one. Yes, it went off my hands out of bounds, but you missed the part where he broke my arm with a karate chop. How about we just say, okay, it's their ball because this is – and we just do it. This is one of those things. I When I saw this, the first thing I thought of and, – and, Andy, you can get in on this one if you remember this. Do you, there was a pitcher named Armando Galarraga, I think it was, pitched for the Detroit Tigers. Okay? He had a perfect game through eight and two-thirds innings. Okay, ground ball to the first baseman. Galarraga runs over to cover the first base bag. I think I do remember the this. first baseman picks it up cleanly. That's right. Flips it to Galarraga. Mm -hmm. Galarraga hits the bag out. Foot hits the bag. Safe. safe. Jim Joyce calls. I remember him safe. that. It wasn't just a bad call. It was one of the worst calls. It wasn't even a bang bang play. It was clearly the wrong call. Now this was before Major League Baseball even had replay, mm -hmm. right? It just but it's one of those things like if you that is what that is there to fix. Those terrible egregious mistakes, not hey, in this frame from camera number 46, there's a shadow that shows that the ball yep. was out of bounds by a millimeter. I mean, as somebody who grew up uh in St. Louis 1985, Don Dankinger. Don Dankinger. Yeah. I mean, that you want these things in certain respects to actually save the umps from themselves because, like, as livid as I was in the moment and as much as, like, that incident with the Cardinals and the Royals in the World Series will still bring up bad feelings for me, I feel awful for Denkinger. Like, this thing has stayed with him for 30 five you know 37 years i'm okay with that one because i'm a george brett fan and i wanted him to get a world series he's title. picking he picks and chooses double yes. ones that double he, tapered yeah. there we there, yeah, there there we go i just want everything to work out for me okay That's can, I, can I give you a good example there's so many different times you're watching an nba game everybody's watching it it's a nationally televised game whatever the case is all of a sudden they're in the middle of a replay how many times do all of a sudden the tweets just start here we go again how long is this replay going to take? They've been going for four minutes. They've been going for five minutes. I agree with you. I mean, listen, go listen to John and Michael on the broadcast. Yeah. Michael hallucinates when there's a replay. He's not wrong. And it, I think every I mean, single time it has more to do that. with – it has more to do with um, – I, I know you want to get it right, but do you really need to review a play in the second quarter with eight minutes left to go that you feel like, oh, this can determine I mean, the game? It's hard not. enough to keep Michael focused during the game. Like, under the best of circumstances, it <laughs> Correct. cooks a lot. Like. You, Alan, you know this. Yep. Doing pregame with Michael, like, it's always dangerous when you do the coach's interview that that guy will even be back when it's over. 
He's got to log into the NFL network. Well, and then he forgets his login. Then you got to get the email. I remember, and... I remember one time Michael was in like Indiana <laughs> or somewhere like that, and they do the coach's interview. And it's like maybe 30 seconds before, because, you know, this is pre-taped. We, we don't run it live. We get it from the coach yep. and make sure that everything is playable, blah, blah, blah. I, get, I hear in my ear like 30 seconds before it's done, Michael's not here. Where's Michael? <laughs> Start we don't know. Andy. Yeah, so you know, Michael just leaves me to vamp hey. for like five minutes that's afterwards. The, that's your responsibility. Yeah, he's in Indiana. He's just wandering off wherever. I love that answer. We don't know. Yeah, where is Look, he? We all don't know. three of us have been in that situation, yeah. that exact same situation. We can commiserate. Um, Amazon has announced their roster of analysts that they're going to use for the pregame show, postgame show, and halftime show for their Thursday night football package. You guys ready for a little Ryan Fitzpatrick, Tony Gonzalez, and Richard Sherman? Those are the three guys that are going to hold that down. I think that'll be good. I, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan, a big fan of Richard Sherman. I, I want to curious to see how he does in that role. Tony Gonzalez has been solid He's for been years. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick, have you heard? I've heard him in, in post game interviews. He's good. He's very good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I think that for you know Tony Gonzalez obviously has been broadcasting for a while. Yeah. But to get two guys that have, do not have a ton of experience on it, Fitzpatrick and Sherman are two pretty I, good choices. I, I like the Sherman one. I yeah. definitely like Richard Fitzpatrick's Sherman. good too. It's He's, also yeah. three really different personalities. Yeah. Which I think could be a lot of fun. I, I actually think that's a pretty good three man booth. So, look, you've got defense, you've got offense, you've got a quarterback, you've yep. got super opinionated in Richard Sherman. Ryan Fitzpatrick's kind of funny. It'll be a it'll How be a disappointed good are you that Drew Brees is not part of that mix? Well, that's the, that's the rub to all this stuff, right? You just never really know for yeah. sure. Oh, I would have thought Drew Brees was I was going to really say, good. hey, before, before he actually was doing it, I'd have thought Brees, I'm like, this guy's going to nah. kill it in the booth. Nah. You never saw it? He's too boring. He's too vanilla. If you've ever interviewed Drew Brees, and I have, Boring as hell. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't disagree with that, and I have too, but Tony Romo didn't blow you away with personality before he went to but, TV. But you could see that he had personality. He dated starlets. He went off to that Cancun. Just he's got game, Andy. Well, but it, but it, <laughs> isn't, I, isn't that the definition of having game, actually? Right. I, I think you could see the elements of personality peeking out from Romo, and you knew that he had been through stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not going to say that I predicted Romo would be as great as he is, but I didn't think he'd be boring. Drew Brees, I was like, that's just a name. He's going to be boring. You got that one right. Let's do a little super crosstalk. ESPN AM 710 Los Angeles. KRDC AM 1110 Pasadena, Los Angeles. K256CF 99.1 FM Pasadena, Los Angeles. It's the greatest segment in L.A. sports radio history. Radio history. Oh, my God. When the shows come together for magic on the radio. It will only grow stronger. Super Crosstalk. Are we ready for Mason and Ireland to join Travis and Snead? Super Crosstalk begins. It's time for Super Crosstalk. So on Friday, for the Mandy's, the schedule's a little different. Right, that we've all got like right. two-hour shows as opposed to our three-hour shows. Right. But kind of a come-and-go-as-you-please kind of format to a certain point. Um, what time will you be showing up on Friday, John? What time am I being asked to be there? <laughs> well, it's, uh, you, you, you're responsible from noon to two. Technically noon to two. Okay. Uh, I can make that work. <laughs> I can make noon to two work. Now, my question is, yeah. when I'm done at two. Yes. yes. So then I've got five hours. You chill out. Before, but I didn't. Did you get a room? I did. Yeah. See, I did not. 
I have a room for you, John. You can use mine. Wait a minute. But aren't you going to be doing the same thing I'm doing? Aren't you going to be killing time until the Mandy start? I mean, I'll still be down by the broadcast. Okay. Just hang out and do some. You don't know if I can use Bergman's room or you can pop in and out. Yeah. I was trying to think, could I, could you go back home and come? That's that's probably a stretch. I don't know. I'd I'd have to look at how far is Manhattan Beach from Montebello. It sounds like I'll say thirty miles. Yeah, probably farther than I want to try and make the trip back Friday afternoon. Yeah, Um, (laughs) but yeah, it's going to be a long day. I mean, you guys are getting there. What time? Well, we go on at ten. So I mean, I'm I'm an early arriver. So I'll be there by seven thirty. That's a fourteen fifteen hour day. No, no, I'm going home. Okay, you will go home. I am going home to get Susan, and then we're coming back. Oh, Susan's coming. She is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm going home, too. Is, is Lady Slee coming? Yeah. Okay. I'll go home and then come back. What do you say? Be there? Is I think five, 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 five is yeah, the uh, the jump-off point. Yeah. Andy, what is your game plan for the day? I will be there around five. Around um, is the end of the oh, I was told I like around five mm-hmm. to walk the red carpet. Um, and then from there, other than Family Feud, I think I have no responsibilities, which I like. <laughs> That's a good relating to be in. I like that a lot. So, I don't know if you guys got a chance to see it last night. Otani hits two three-run home yeah, runs. Yeah, unbelievable. And just titanic home runs. Just right. gone. And one of them was incredibly exciting. Bottom of the ninth inning. It yeah. ties the game and all this Three-run homer to tie the game. Yeah, just and then amazing. in a move that can only be defined as very angels, they lose <laughs> in extra they innings. <laughs> they lose in extra innings. Um you know, go back to what he was talking about at the end of last year. He said, look, I just want to win. It, does every time this happened just push him one step closer to the Yankees or the Cubs or well, the Dodgers what's interesting or is like Mason's an absolutist with the Angels, says I, he would not trade Mike Trout for any reason under any condition, no matter what. And you could say, wait a minute, what if you could get like an entire pitching staff? Herschel no. Walker. Yeah. Herschel Walker. And, and I, I think that what you have to look at is Mike Trout's been there for 10 years. He's played in three playoff games, lost them all. Mm-hmm. Um, Sure, you can keep trotting him out there, and and you can be a Mason absolutist and say he's the greatest player in the history of baseball. You can't trade him no matter what. what? I don't even want to pick up the phone. Not going to listen. I'm not so sure if I had to pick between Otani and oh, Trout. Oh, I was just going to say, John, I think Otani gets you a bigger haul than Trout does at this point. I would keep Otani and trade Trout. Well, here's the thing, too. If I'm Shohei Otani, I look at Mike Trout, and I'm like, okay, this guy's too far gone. Like, at this point, he's so far into this culture. It's like guys – who spend 30 years in prison, and then they can't, <laughs> they can't, live, on the they can't live on the outside. <laughs> and they right. do something. Yeah, what was Morgan Freeman's character? Yeah, Red. Shawshank. Shawshank. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you end Brooks up, couldn't hang. Brooks yeah. couldn't hang. Like, Morgan Freeman is debating violating his parole because <laughs> right. he can't adjust. There's still time for Otani. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.